0: Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Before you even say anything, I know the sound is different today. I apologize for the sound quality. But I need you to listen anyway because I'm extremely fired up about today's topic and I think it is one that we need to hear again and again and again and again. Before we get into it though, just the the reason for the change in the audio quality, I am currently uh, out of the country and I forgot my travel mic. I usually have a small portable travel mic that comes with me and I didn't bring it so the show must go on Definitely continue to listen, even if you're one of those people that are particularly sensitive when the sound quality is not on its game. Even more excited than I am to record this episode, I'm, I'm excited to hear what you think about it. And I would love, after you listen, I should probably say this at the end of the show and not at the beginning so that we don't forget, I would love for you to DM me. That's the fastest way to get a response from me. You can find me on Instagram, at Elizabeth Benton. DM me there. And I'd love to know what you think of this concept and what you're doing with it. Because I really think this is one of those things that can shift everything for you. And there's always a 100 million things we can do to improve our lives from mindset and perspective and taking action and goal setting and being a morning person and working out, all of these things. But what we're going to talk about today is one of the, the select few that can be a total game changer. And it's around the idea that we need to invest in ourselves first and most. And if you've heard that before, that doesn't mean you've done anything with it. It doesn't mean you live according to it. And that's what I want to shift. Those of you who are familiar with this, that we need to invest in ourselves first and most, I want to shift you into a place of taking it seriously and really doing it, even if you have reasons where you feel like you can't. And for those of you that are like, I don't really know exactly what you mean, investing in yourself, we are going to make it very, very clear. And I also want you ending this episode going, here's what I will do with this. We understand generally investing, right? There are billion dollar industries built around us investing in other things, whether those other things are stocks or bonds or real estate. And look, I'm all for it. There's investing out of yourself, outside of you, that I think makes a lot of sense. But really, where we need to invest first and most is in ourselves. There is no better investment. And even Warren Buffett, investing guru, says the very same thing. There is one investment that supersedes all the others, and that is investing in yourself. And I want to keep shouting this from the rooftops until not only everybody understands it, but more importantly, people are doing something about it. And if you're thinking, I can't afford to invest in myself, I can barely afford XYZ, you don't have to have money to invest in yourself. Your investment in yourself can be energy. Your investment in yourself can be time. And we're going to talk about all of those things, but this is the best investment, investing in you. And I want you to see that as an even more critical area of investment than your retirement account. So I mentioned that we're on vacation, and that's why the audio quality is not what it used to be or is usually. Um, and then I, Chris just stepped out of our room for me to record this, and I was giving him a heads up on what I was recording about. And he said, you know, I don't even think most people think about it as these things being investments and I said what do you mean and he said well until you just said working out is one of the ways you invest in yourself I didn't think about working out as investing in me and when he said that yeah working out is healthy but I didn't see it as an investment per se we forget a couple of things number one investments have a return is there a return on your time working out? Is, is it giving you back something or is it just like a box that you check and you move forward and you don't really know if it's making you any healthier or any better? And I, it made me think of the second thing, which is how I've heard Ben Bergeron, who's one of the top gym owners in the CrossFit world and one of the top coaches in the CrossFit world. And uh, years ago, I belonged to his gym. It feels like another lifetime ago. But he talked about how Things like eating well and working out consistently and all of these other markers of health, whether it's how quickly you can run a mile for time or can you deadlift your body weight or twice your body weight or or anything along those lines, it gives us margin. So if you were to get injured, if you were to get a, a scary diagnosis how healthy you are at that time really has a lot to do with how you're going to be able to respond and recover. It gives you margin. If you get sick and you're already not vibrant and robust and well, you don't have as much margin to withstand that sickness. Similarly, if you get injured and you're not strong and healthy, you don't have as much margin to pull you through that recovery period. And a lot of people don't want to think about this. But I think when we face these things that we would prefer to ignore because maybe they're intimidating or they're uncomfortable, we just put ourselves in a much more favorable place to take positive action and avoid problems and challenges that could be avoidable. When we think about it in terms of, you know, I want to be as healthy and as strong as I can be so that if something were to happen to me, I have more of a buffer against whatever it is that happened. And it's not just our physical health. The same is true for the investments we make in our skills and in our abilities and in our mindset and in our relationships so that when something happens, we are protected. Think about it this way let's say that um, you work for a company as an accountant, right? And as long as you're getting your paycheck, you're good. And then the economy crashes and you get laid off and so many accountants are out of work. You're screwed unless you have invested in yourself as an accountant to where You're the top of the top. You're the best of the best. You are the people that people go to when there's not a lot of people who are available. You'll never go without employment because of your unique skills, right? If you are the best of the best, I think of uh, the book, Be So Good They Can't Ignore You. I think it's just called So Good They Can't Ignore You. But it's really that concept that when you invest in your skills, then you don't have to worry because you'll either not be fired, or you'll always be employable. You'll be the one that is standing out amongst the competition so you don't have to worry. And that only comes from investing in your skill sets. And sometimes these are skill sets related to our physical health and our self-care. Sometimes these are skill sets related to our careers. Sometimes these are skill sets related to relationships. But we have to invest in ourselves. We have to something came up in my Instagram feed that kind of brought this whole topic back to the front of my mind because I know I've done episodes on it before. I was thinking when I saw this, and I'm going to tell you what came across that I saw that prompted this episode, but when I first saw it, I asked myself, you know, what are some of the ways that I invest in me? And some of them are really small. I get good quality meat from Butcher Box that comes in the mail every single month. This isn't a commercial. And I do that because sometimes finding organic or grass-fed meat can be hard and sometimes it can be very expensive. So when I just know that it's coming every single month and I don't have to worry about trying to find it in the grocery store or getting it when it's on sale or anything like that, like that is one of the ways that I invest in myself. Again, it's not just spending. This has a return when I put good fuel into my body, that has a return. Spending more money on groceries is part of that, and oftentimes it's spending more time, and that actually saves me money, and I spend a little less. I've seen it go both ways. My CrossFit membership, but not just my membership, the time that I spend at CrossFit, that is an investment in me, my business mastermind. That is an investment in making me better, helping me be more connected, helping me be more creative. These are all things that, yes, they take money or they take time, and sometimes they take both, but they make me better. And as I ask myself that question, like, what are some ways that I invest in myself? Here's where I had my little gotcha moment, where it really opened me up to possibility and to opportunity, which some people see as like failure or frustration, but I really do see as as opportunity. I said, where am I struggling most that I'm not really investing in myself? Where am I struggling most where I'm not investing in myself? And, you know, I thought about uh, how recently I I worked with Dr. Beth Westy and took the Dutch test to test my hormones. I'm going to be doing a, a podcast episode all about that. But like, That was an investment, but then I didn't make further investments to stay accountable and to monitor progress. So I was like, okay, my body healing from pregnancy, from C-section, from trauma of grief and loss physically and emotionally, I could absolutely be investing more there. And if I were investing more there, I think I'd be struggling less there. So then it was like, okay, what are some options? What could I do? What, what are 10 stupid ideas? What are the best of these ideas? If it was a total win and a home run, the best case situation would be this, right? And then the other area, so I'm in a business mastermind, but I don't right now have an individual business coach, And I think that is an area where if I made that investment, because those types of things are not cheap, if I made that investment, that makes me better, that makes primal potential better, that makes us better the next time there's a coronavirus type situation and businesses are shutting down and, and we pull launches, we're in a better, stronger position It makes me better as I bring more people onto the team. It makes me better as I serve my clients. And I realized, you know, these are two areas where regularly there's problems and challenges where I'm not making investments that demonstrate that I believe in this principle, right? The principle is the best place to invest, the place with the highest return is in yourself. Do you believe that? And are you living as though you believe it? Are your actions and where your dollars and your time and your energy goes, does it reflect that? So let me, let me tell you what brought this back across my radar the other day. You guys have heard me talk about Jesse Itzler before, and it was on his Instagram feed, a short little video where he was telling a story. Actually, I think it was a picture with a caption, but either way. He is a part owner of an Atlanta-based NBA basketball team. And one of the players on the team reached out to him and said, hey, look, I got some advice from my financial advisor, and I really want to know your opinion. So this young NBA basketball player was basically saying that his financial advisor told him to take a bunch of his money and put it in the stock market. And he wanted to know what Jesse thought of this advice. And Jesse basically said, not right now. Don't put it in the stock market. He said the best place to invest is in yourself. He said, first thing, get a private chef. The second thing, get a massage therapist, because as you become healthier and better, you make more money in basketball. When you become a better teammate, when you become a better athlete, when you become more skilled, your next contract getting better or getting endorsement deals and sponsorship deals because of your performance is going to be way more valuable than, say, an eight, nine, even 10% return that you would get from money in the stock market. Now, of course, people say, like, oh, but he could get hurt. Yeah, but. We could, anything could happen to all of us, right? At any point in time. That's not a reason to not invest in ourselves. What he was basically saying is there will be time for all of those other things, but right now you are in a window of opportunity where you need to have a singular focus on becoming the best athlete and the best teammate that you can be. And the payoff of that will be absurd. It'll be crazy. It'll be so worth it. And he finished up the post, Jesse Itzler, and he said that he would give the same advice to any of us, that the payoff will be insane if you invest in yourself. Because a zillion dollars in your bank account doesn't mean anything if you're too sick to spend the money on living your life or with your family or anything like that, right? It really doesn't matter if you can't take advantage of it. Make yourself impeccable at what you do. Be so great that they'll never let you go. We all are standing in the same place of the opportunity. It might be hard to relate to that NBA basketball player if you haven't had that experience. I certainly haven't, but it's true. No matter who you are, the payoff will be insane if you invest in you because you become a better thinker. And when you become a better thinker, you're more equipped to take advantage of opportunities. You're more equipped to see opportunities that come up. The better that you are, the more that you get paid, and then you can use that money for other outside investments invest in you. And we'll talk about some ways to do that. But before we do, I want to just kind of stay on this more broadly for a second, because one question that I've been seeing a lot inside my 12 Weeks to Transformation groups, and even just people who randomly message me or DM me on Instagram and whatnot, they say like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't really know what my dream or goal is. I don't know what my ideal life really looks like or is or means. And I say, good, then you won't be distracted from investing in yourself. When you make you better, if you get better, if you're no longer worried about your health or your body or your fitness, if you're no longer worried about your finances because you've taken care of those things, because you are healthier and you are wealthier and your relationships are better and you're out of debt, you'll be amazed at what you have the clarity to entertain in terms of what your life could be. But maybe right now there's just so many little things that you need to optimize so that you have the perspective for what's next, so that you have the bandwidth for what's next, so that you're not so clouded by all the things that are in the way right now and like the little pesky things that have been clouding your life for, for a year, maybe for many years You focus on making you the best you can be, the healthiest you can be, relationships as solid as they can be, as great in your career as you aspire to be. You make you better. And you'll be amazed at what unfolds and what you see and what opportunities present themselves to you. You don't have to have the long-term vision right now. All I'm saying is invest in you. Invest in you. What can that look like? I think it has to start with the inquiry, like what's nagging me? What's bothering me? What am I not happy with? And it typically falls in a a money category, like you're, you're stressed financially, you're living paycheck to paycheck, get out of debt. Get out of debt, be more organized with your finances, set a budget and stick to it every day, practice sticking to it, right? Maybe it's that. Maybe it's related to how you fuel your body. I talk to a lot of people who are tired and who have brain fog and they feel down, they're struggling with maybe anxiety or depression and even on a mild mild scale or they just feel like they don't have a sense of like passion and excitement for life. Clean up your diet. Yes, they are related. Sugar is the ultimate bad mood food. When I started tracking this, it made my life so much easier because like everybody, I, I regularly had those days that I just kind of felt blah and down and frustrated or just not excited or some days just felt darker. You know, you could have one great day or one great hour and then the next day or the next hour you're like... I just feel sad and I don't know why. And what I was able to see is that I felt that way dramatically more when I was consuming sugar regularly. And when I cut out sugar, my mood lifts tremendously. So if you feel like you don't have that zest for life or you just feel kind of ho-hum or you're struggling with anxiety or depression, one of the best ways you can invest in yourself that doesn't cost any money is cut out sugar. It'll probably save you money. Stop eating sugar. The return on this is tremendous, but you have to start seeing these things as investments with returns. You will feel better. You will be healthier and therefore have more margin to protect you if something does go wrong. But that is a way that you can invest in yourself. It's a free way, right? Exercise is another freeway. If you want to pay for it, you can join a gym, you can get a trainer, right? But that is one of those things that is an investment in you. If you get consistent with that and with taking great care of yourself, you're also going to see that you're going to feel and show up more confidently. How is that going to translate into how you do your job or how you operate in relationships? You can learn a new skill, You can do that for free on the internet. For whatever it is that you want to learn, I guarantee you, you can find at least 10,000 bare bones minimum articles or resources or tools online that are 100% free. Get started. Or you could take a course online, in person, hiring a mentor, any number, get better. Whatever it is that you want to be great at, start doing that. Make that an investment. It has the highest return. One of the other ways I invest in myself is by journaling every day. I already mentioned what it showed me about sugar and that's what really helps me, especially on those days where I feel really down or really dark and then I'm like, who even cares, I just want a cupcake and then I remind myself that sugar is part of the reason that I feel in this lower mood state so that then becomes just not a logical option. If I'm trying to do something to get out of feeling bad, then I don't want to do the very thing that makes me feel bad. And journaling showed me that amongst so many other things. So journal, read or write. But I want to just add, it's not about learning more. It is about learning what you need to learn so that you can change your behavior whether that is choices, habits, personal behaviors, or its performance in a job that you have, or a business you want to start, or a career you aspire to, or whatever. So why don't people do this? Right, if it's so clearly the case that this is the best investment and we have some of the brightest minds in the world advocating for this, why don't we do it? And I think there are two reasons, and only two reasons. Number one is people don't understand the concept of investing in themselves. They don't believe in the return on it. And that's why they will contribute every single week to their 401K, but not in themselves, either because they don't understand that investing in themselves is an option, or they don't think that there's a return on it. And if you don't think there's a return on it, I would just want you to explore that a little bit more. If there was a return, what would it be? If I don't think there's a return, why not? Do I think that there is a link between being well, being healthy and being able to enjoy life or having financial flexibility and being able to be the kind of friend and partner and family member that I want to be? The other reason though, because hopefully we've kind of made a case for it, at least very briefly today, the other reason is because they don't trust themselves to follow through. And I think that's what it tends to be more of for other people is not trusting yourself to follow through. So I want to ask you about that. If that's you, like, yeah, absolutely. I would do all of these things if I felt like I was going to stick with it, but I'm afraid that they're going to be a waste of money or a waste of time or I'm going to let myself down. Let that be where you start, not where you stop. That is the opportunity to say, okay, how do I make sure that I'm not going to do that? What needs to be in place? Is it an accountability partner? Is it a high dollar investment, like if I spent that much money, then I know I wouldn't blow it. That's what happened for me with my business investment. It was like, if I've spent this much money, I'm definitely not sitting in the back of the room, not connecting to people because I'm here for that. I paid for that. What is it that's going to call you to a higher level of performance? Look, if you don't trust that you're going to do the work and you're going to follow through, then that's where we start. What would it take? What can you do differently? How can you think about this differently? How can you treat it differently? How can you go through it differently so that you have the outcome you want of taking it seriously and doing the work instead of choosing the same behavior as you have before where you just drift and disengage? That feeling of like, I don't really trust that I would do something with it, that's the beginning of your work, not. The end of it. That is the beginning of your work, not the end of it. So what I want to do as we leave here today, I want you to think about areas in your life that you want to be different or areas in your life where you're struggling and ask yourself, what have I invested into this in terms of time, energy, and money, And what would be the highest investment? And it's not that you are going to do the highest investment, but I want you to explore what it would look like and how you might be able to make it possible or some variation of it possible with the resources that you have. I want you to expose yourself to what it would look like if you really, truly went all in on investing in it. And then I want you to look at like what would be better or different about your life? I know for me, I am taking some time on this trip to look at the ideal investments. If it was like the gold standard, if I could snap my fingers and have this in place as the ultimate way of investing in this thing, this is what it would be. And then I know that whether because of time or because of money or because of other resources, that wouldn't be feasible. I'm going to start asking myself, well, what would be? What is some variation of this that is feasible? And then lastly... I want you to do one thing to move it forward. And then I want you to message me, DM me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton and tell me what you're doing differently now to prioritize investing in you. How are you investing in you? Make it a great day. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.